Vital Empty Beers. It's a bittersweet day as we announce that this is the last World Cup downhill that Vital MTB will be covering for 2018. Did I get you a little bit? Boom, we're stoked. The World Cup returns to the French venue of La Bresse for the first time in a handful of years, and the riders seem pretty pumped on what's ahead. Sven Martin and at Mad Dog Boris get intimate with the riders through interviews. We've got Gwyn, Amari, Brendan Fairclaw, Brooke McDonald, Eddie Masters, and Bernard Kerr, G. Atherton, Giant Factory Off-Road Mechanic, Grant Sides. We've got Menar, Loic, Martin Mays, Syndicate Mechanic Marshy, Petey's in on it, Rachel Atherton, Tani Seagrave, and Troy Brosnan in the interviews ahead. It's going to be an exciting race because this is it. It's kind of all or nothing. There's world champs on the horizon, but there are a lot of riders on form that could take it. it. Sounds like the track is on the short side, but sounds tricky with kind of the variety that they've thrown at the riders in France. Stay glued to vitalmtb.com for slideshows. Got Vital Raw coming. You can pick your winner in our forum. All kinds of action coming this week. Yep. So, Aaron, where should we start? Uh, with the track or with you being back? I don't know, man. You tell me. Okay, uh, you being back. We both missed Mountain End, so uh, it's uh, good to be here and good to see you again. So, yeah. your thumb is? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it feels, feels pretty, pretty good when I ride. I don't notice it too much. Um, it's been getting better still kind of every week. In the last few weeks, it hasn't been bothering me when I ride much. Um, maybe for a run or so, but then it warms up and feels good. So, um, yeah, man, it's getting good. And, yeah, I just need to not crash on it, but it's it's good and strong. So I'm just stoked to be back riding, man. Was it, I was thinking, uh, you haven't, since you're racing, you haven't missed really races, right? Yeah, 2014 I crashed at Worlds and hurt my shoulder, and I missed the last one or two of the year, I think. Like 14, you know, like... Yeah, this. yeah, so, yeah, I think I've only ever missed, like, one or two races my whole career, so this year was a bit weird. But, uh, how, did you watch the uh, the live cast? Did you watch it? Um, I didn't watch Andorra. I watched some of the runs, like, a few days later. Okay. It was too soon from the crash. I was over it. Yeah, I, it was yeah. like, I couldn't watch it. It was just like... I just wanted to not think about it. Um, but St. Anne, I watched some of it, and uh, I was getting pretty fired up to come back. So it's cool. <laughs> good to be back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, good to come back to a brand-new track. It's not brand It's like it's a, it's a track that yeah. has some lines before, so it's not full, fresh cut in. Yeah. But uh, what is your impression after track walk? Um, it's interesting. It's definitely, it might be, like, the weirdest World Cup track I've ever raced. Okay. Um, like, it's really short. The layout is just kind of unique. It's awkward. It's really tight. Um, but it's got some cool sections. Definitely has some cool jumps on it. Um, and it just started raining, and it's supposed to rain the rest of the time we're here. So it's going to be tricky. Like, this, the tight, rooty sections are going to be really awkward and hard if it's muddy. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of just stoked to be back, so I don't really care, dude. If we were racing on that dirt road over there, I'd be <laughs> fired up. So, whatever. <laughs> Perfect. But... When I was looking at the track, there are a lot of sections. I, it happened before when you have like a existing track with like fully ruts and stuff, and mm. then for the race they tape it differently. 
Yeah. How hard is it coming in a section where actually the rut points you in a completely different direction and you have to think think about don't go there. There's like yeah, yeah. a lot of lines of tape, so I think uh, at the end of the weekend there were so many knots in it because I had to fix it so many times. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, when we walked, it definitely looks like that. But if you, well, I remember tracks pretty well after I walk them, so I kind of know where those spots are now. Okay. Um, and they're pretty much all taped off. So if there's a main line, you just know like don't follow it because it's going to go straight <laughs> into the tape eventually, okay. and you're going to turn a lot tighter than whatever the previous course was so <laughs> just gotta uh, keep it in mind but you think the track will give us uh, will, will um, make us a uh, good fine tight times with like yeah. line choices still? I think it'll be tight I don't think there's hardly any line choices really there's a couple little ones here and there and if it if it rains and burns in the root sections maybe something will pop up but it's it's pretty one line um, you know so the rain could do it some good but yeah I think times will be tight But we'll see. I don't know. Okay. You never know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, one last thing, when I'm looking over your shoulder, uh, can you talk about it now? Uh, yeah, what's yeah. going on there? Yeah, we got a new bike this this weekend. Um, I haven't really been given the official go-ahead to talk about it, but you can see the fork sticker on it. So, yeah, obviously we got different size wheels and stuff happening. And it was on your shoulder. Uh, there was something on your car, on a car park? or. Oh, yeah, I posted a photo of it a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah i've been riding it for a couple of weeks now we just got it um yeah a couple of weeks ago and when i got back on the bike i just went basically i i had both bikes one day riding and i was going kind of back and forth and then just instantly wanted to just keep riding this one so okay. um i got some work to do to kind of figure out the suspension and stuff i haven't ridden it anywhere that's really rough um yet so I need to get it on like some proper tracks, which this one's not going to be the best to really dial it in, but it's okay. Um, but I'm just excited, dude. Those things suit my style really well. Yeah. When I ride at home trail bikes, I always ride 29ers. I've, I, that's all I've ever ridden. I've never really ridden a 27.5 trail bike that I liked. Um, I think they fit my style well, so I'm stoked to be on it. I think it'll it'll take me a little while to kind of figure out maybe how to be efficient on it like I was on my other yeah, bike and a few good. things like like pumping it and like figuring out where speed. I mean, maybe not, but... Um, I feel like there's definitely like a higher ceiling for my capabilities on that bike, and I just enjoy riding it a lot more. So I just want to get on it and get the ball rolling. And also, I think it's a good thing to have it ready for here, so you have it dialed in for yeah, 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 for sure. I just wanted to ride it here just to kind of get more time on it, and then we'll ride Morzine. I think next week should be able to do some good riding. So by the time we get to Switzerland, I should be feeling pretty good on that thing. So Omri. Must be quite relaxed or stress-free to come to the final. Already won it, but I imagine you also want to finish here with another one. Yeah, I would like to to finish well. So, but the good thing is, like you say, that it's a uh, relax-free. So it's it's really good for me. I'm just gonna enjoy the time with uh, the team, my friends, my family here. So and the tracks looks nice. So it's gonna be a great weekend. Do you think in this situation? Would you do better being relaxed and not having to get a result, or would you do better, say you were coming into this race having to beat someone? No, for sure. Uh, I wanna win the, win the overall in uh, in Monsentan. Okay. And I did it, so it's, I'm really happy with that because uh, <laughs> the, the pressure can, can could you, be too high for me. Can you still get a win without the seriousness? Sorry. Can you still get another win without the pressure? I would like, but I did. I did not. Uh, I did not need pressure. But for I feel for, better for, for, the, for this race. Do you think? For this race. Think it'll be harder to win with no pressure. Uh, no harder. 
Uh-huh. Easier for me. Easier. Okay. I think. That's what we want to know. <laughs> we want to know if you can still win with no pressure. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And the track, uh, short, but everyone seems to say there's some good bits, some fun yeah. bits. Yeah. The start is a bit flat on the like, bike park with yeah. a big burn. But the second section is all natural, and that's pretty good for us. A lot of loam, fresh dirt. The roots are, are coming, so it's going to be a great track. Short for sure, but uh, interesting. I mean, and some, lot, and some lines and some rain, maybe uh, more interesting with the rain. <laughs> so, Brandon, you've missed track walk once this year. What were no. you? Yeah, you did. You didn't show up when oh, you came yeah, the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, at least I came on the right day this time. Okay, I missed my flight in Vancouver, so uh, only landed late last night and had to drive early. Did this you morning. miss your flight? Were you? No, I completely missed my flight. My, uh, there was a um, oh, nice black eye, by the way. I, there was a <laughs> crash on the uh, freeway, so then I missed my flight. Blah, blah, blah. So I booked it for the next day. So I was like, okay, I've got the whole day free. I'll go to the Coastal Gravity Park. <laughs> on the way down to the Coastal Gravity Park, the car we were in broke down. <laughs> so I didn't end up going the fourth year in a row, and I had to spend the whole day just mooching around Vancouver drinking coffee, so I was pissed off. Did you try the good... Uh, can they go... Bacon on an ice cream at some oh, ice cream shop no, in Vancouver. Dude, no, I'm not into that. I'm keeping my weight down. Ready for a rampage. <laughs> <laughs> so, World Cups, Whistler, Rampage, Hardline, what is your event of the year? Um, what, what do you say? What's next for me? No, what's, what is it going to be a highlight of the year? I don't know. It's certainly not the World Cup so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got, got, you got one, you got one I've to got, redeem yourself. Um, I've got um, nine nights uh, next week, uh, and then I've got a uh, Rebel Hardline. And then Rampage, so yeah, we're, we're, we're not over just yet. Is that like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Nine Nights? Is it like strictly photo bros only? It's just photo bros, So yeah. like everything's super easy to hit, you can hit them on single ground <laughs> Have fork. you seen them? I'm sorry, <laughs> No, but there's, it's new, it's, they're fucking massive yeah, in this so, huge yeah. quarry. They look amazing, I cannot wait for that, so that's just uh, full broing out with the free riders, which I can't wait, so uh, yeah. You don't that. mind if the wind blows? No, I do. I'm, I don't really like it. That's the one thing I don't really like is the wind. How do you Shit. ride with all that marijuana in the air? At, at free ride events? Yeah. <laughs> I go above it, dude. <laughs> I'm higher than it. <laughs> Brooke, you want to come down? Come on, there should be a new helping well, hand. I'm working, Boris. I'm on my nine-to-five job. I'm, I'm focused here, you know? <laughs> okay, sorry. So don't interrupt. But is there so, so much uh, stuff to think about on this trip? Yeah, there is. Oh, yes. Um... I mean, when it comes to to like the end of practice, there's always one line that cuts in, but it's always good to have have options and, and different stuff you can look at. But for sure here, it, um, it looks like there's there's quite a few different lines that, that you can gain seconds on, and um, I think it's good too because then it, it can kind of separate separate the field as well. But no, the track's actually looking real sick, and um, yeah... I'm, I'm excited to ride it. Bit of different, uh, bit different. What we had, like the last races. Yeah, definitely. Like the top, the top half kind of reminds me of Wyndham. Oh, you're right. And then sort of like this sort of stuff's kind of, sort of uh, similar to uh, Marybell. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's right. Definitely kind of uh, is yeah got. But still, like, got the same dirt and uh, I mean, same same uh, sort of low roots that come out quite easy. But but what do you call it? Like a bit of French style. It's yeah, for sure. No, definitely. Um, I Which think it's not bad. Was it no, definitely not because the Frenchies uh, know how to make a good track.
I was talking to Sam before, and they, uh, this is enduro, man, uh, not good. <laughs> and now I walk it, I'm like, where's the enduro parts? Yeah. They just, I guess they just always riding good tracks, so they think this is probably pretty flat to them. Yeah, but I think uh, it will be pretty tight at the times. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because I think it's quite a short track as well, so but it would just be like sort of full gas, like definitely uh, have to have to get every line correct and uh, what yeah, about, try to be real precise. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. What about at the top there? Some, it looks like one B line uh, could be like the straight one. You know, the uh, so the, the two options, yeah, yeah. Is it is it really two options, or you think it's like a B and an A line? But the B line is a straight one. No, I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of different riders riding the two separate lines. Okay. So, I mean, we'll figure it out by the end of the day what's what's fastest. But yeah, no, it's looking good. What about the jumps? Uh, will we see some six scrubs and whips? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't get uh, we don't get jumps very often in a World Cup, so we might as well make the most of it. But the thing is, this is what Red Bull is always asking for, you know, because this is what the people at home at the live stream always. It's hard for them to judge sometimes, like a like a uh, technical section. But when they see like, yeah, yeah, definitely because they, jumps. yeah, I mean they they see different photos as well, and it's always I guess sick to see people throwing whips off of yeah. jumps, and it's yeah something different that people. Get stoked on. Have you seen Troy's from Canadian Open? Yeah, that was fucking sick. <laughs> BMX scrap. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, thanks a lot. I don't want to interrupt you. That was your five minute break. Uh, yeah, from yeah. Work. five minute break. Better get back to. Yeah, put the car in. You know, you have to get like. Yeah, yeah check in and check out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, bro. Eddie Bernard, first impressions, you guys weren't gone very long. No, it was only about a half hour track walk, but uh, first impressions uh, look sick. Yeah, I think really fun, really short, but like Eddie said, there's some good little jumps, some fresh techie bits, but real short, but I reckon it's rad. They've done a really good job. Cool to have a new track. Are you guys kind of like maybe after a long World Cup year, you want a short track? Yeah, that's what we were saying. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm not angry with having like a cruiser, cruisy one to finish on. And I think everyone will be stoked. Photographers will be able to get some classic scrub shots. And uh, I guess the only other sh maybe short or quick track we know is Wyndham. How does it uh, compare to that? I'd say it's way better. It's similar, but better because it's a little steep. There's some like hard techie lines to get down there. I think you'll see people struggle with, and loads of little jumps. And it's good to have long Saint Anne's short ones as well. A bit of change. It's like little double double options and quads. Yeah, a few quads. Yeah, there is actually a big uh, yeah. <laughs> stump quad. I don't know what you'd call it, but someone's probably going to be game enough to jump over all these routes. So uh, who, are you call who are you calling um, for the win on this track? Well, there's some pretty rowdy lines out there if you wanted to, if, if you wanted to do them. So yeah, I'm, I'm calling Amory. Gee, um, was the first time that I could give you uh, my opinion of line choice, and it could maybe work. Yeah, it was a good line. It was a good spot, Boris. Uh, fast section in, little high line into the inside. It's a good spot. You obviously know what you're doing. Nah, but you know, like, it, all the years when you stopped because you were used of doing it with Sven, like, stopping and asking Sven for where the others are going, and when you, when you, you then you got used of it, like, oh, we can ask Boris too, and I was so afraid to say something. And I always said, like, oh, I just arrived because I was too afraid that if you try my line, you would catch me. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually really interesting because you guys, like, the lines you give us, obviously you're not riding the track, but the lines you give us are always, like... Like, I know exactly how you're thinking about them and how you're looking at them, and your eyes are so used to watching riders so carefully that you yeah. can really compare the line, the, the differences between them, cool. and it's always useful. 
So uh, yeah, it would be interesting. I would try to be here to see if someone's trying it because looking at it, you know, like I think it would be sketchy to get off, uh, off the, on the bank up there. But you could cut in here, and you would, you know, you don't wash out in this room there. I think it's a classic. Like this track is full of so many classic lines where you have to sacrifice a bit of entry speed to gain a bit of exit speed and all the way down you're just weighing up this this balance you know faster in slower out or vice versa and that's cool and that's the way you know that's that's the that's the way to balance it and but this is actually what a lot of people were asking yeah you know like i think so one straight line where it's just like going flat out yeah and it's short track and the times will be super tight so you know every tiny line choice is going to be super important and you know It'll it'll be amazing to see the guys on race day coming down tenths of a second apart, but riding completely different courses. Yeah, really, yeah. this is what I don't want to say it actually because I would get shit for it. But this is what we see at Enduro uh, World Series with Sam. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> something we need more of in the in the Dano series. You know, it's in in the World Cup series, it's easy for the tracks to get single line. And but isn't it just the thing with like fresh tracks? You know, when we're going to our, our tracks, you know, for William, it's just not possible. Yeah, for sure. You need these fresh tracks. You know, you need a, a loamy section in with like rut section out and, and bits of track no one's ridden before, and everyone stood there in tra- track walk, scratching their heads, <laughs> trying to guess what it's going to do. You know, and is it going to blow up? Is it going to cut in? What's it, what's it going to do? And no one knows. So how far are you doing a first track walk uh, on a new track? How big is the difference from riding, uh, from what you think how you would ride it, and then how it turns out how you really ride it? Is it sometimes like a wake-up, you know, like you think, oh, my God, this is so different? When on a track like this, I think you have to, you have to walk the track, and you're not just, right, I'm going to ride this line, that's it. You're looking at every line, you know, because yeah. you need to know if you change a, a, a turn before what it's going to do on the turn after. Okay. So, you know, every turn you're memorizing three or four lines. And if I'm doing track preview as well, I have to memorize a line I'm going to be able to do fast first run blind, you know. So there's a huge amount of information that you have to take in. And that the more knowledge you can gain from that track walk, the more beneficial it is, really. Okay, and so I think it's interesting that I think... Again, like maybe for William, people doing track work because it's track walk day. But here you see, really, as you said, people scratching their head and looking way longer at sections and really trying to think about it and just like walking down and think like, oh, I've done this so many times. Yeah, and then you throw into the mix the weather change as well. You know, we're walking the track and it's dry and dusty and fast with cambers that are nice and grippy. And then tomorrow it could pour with rain, you know, and suddenly the fast grippy cambers are slippery rooty cambers that you can get nowhere near. So it's like a whole different course again, you know. So it looks like, uh, it looks and sounds like you're stoked to be here. Yeah, I am, yeah. I'm very stoked. Fresh courses, you know, it's it's what it's all about, really. Perfect. Um, about when you, you know, another thing is not just getting ready for the track, what about set up the whole thing? Is it like a lot of, you know, finding your lines, set up maybe your, you, you get in your setup done for what you think you ride, when you can ride it completely different? Is it a lot of, like, adjustment? Do you have to... Yeah, there'll be a huge amount of adjustment here because, you know, it's a difficult course to set up for. Again, you know, because it's so short, those small changes will be super important and you know the top of this track's open flat bike park big tables and now you can see we're on steep technical dusty loose stuff and you know that's almost two two different setups for the bike so that balance is going to be really tricky i think perfect uh can't wait to see you in action tomorrow yeah man cheers thank you so what are the tips of bouncing across continents with the toolbox like this tips are making sure pull your batteries out first thing They don't like batteries on the airplanes. They don't like batteries. I saw a guy sitting next to me get reprimanded for having his batteries in his bag still. Uh, next thing, just make sure you have everything you need to cover your bases. Uh, there's tools that have multi-uses, so always remember. But you're obviously not checking this in hand luggage, so 
Is there like a sort of emergency kit you're going to check in hand luggage in case this thing doesn't show up, like a multi-tool in your pocket or something? Uh, I've had a couple multi-tools taken from me. And so you can't even so do that? No, I just run it and hope it's there. Otherwise, I use what's in the rig. So you have some, some backup re- emergency reserve tools in the truck? Definitely some emergency reserves in the truck. And uh, what is your... Wh- wh- the phone and the uh, and the GoPro is that just to keep you? I mean, it's a multimedia job these days, right? It's a multimedia job. Multimedia job, you know. Always have to make sure the music's going. These guys don't have any taste, so it's all up to you. It's all up to me. And then GoPro, just in case Marcy needs a spare, it's right there, ready to go. Ready to go. What is the uh, tool you've maybe carried in there for two years and never used, but you've got to leave in there just in case? And and what's the tool that you um, probably use the most? A uh, tool that I've never used, but I like it anyway, is are my right-angle needle-nose pliers from okay. Snap-on. What, what would you use that for? Grabbing cables just in case. I don't know. There's a couple. You never know when you might need it. I've All used right. it once or twice. Okay. And tool every day? Five mil, four mil, six mil? Yeah, everyday tool are my T-handles. Just five, six, four, T25. Greg, backwards season to you, coming in ready to go, and it's last race of the year. Yeah. Second last, maybe. Yeah, second to last race, but um, yeah, it's cool. I actually had a really good time in Montanan, and um, feeling a lot better coming from there. You know, I was, that track is tough, a lot of like long, deep landings, which is really hurting my elbow. And I rode last week in Andorra, and I didn't feel that pain. So I don't know if maybe it was just clearing out some cobwebs in Montanan and. You know, healing back up afterwards, feeling good again. So I don't know. This track almost seems like it's more like everyone's going to be on the millisecond. So it's almost like a just a s- s- kind of a sprint race. For now, I think if it stays dry for sure. But flip if it rains, there's so many routes in there. It's going to be quite tricky. But um, I think it's it's a pretty good track. It's got a good mix. Not your typical French style of track like I was thinking it would be. But um, I mean, last time I did come here was. 2004 when he rode on this yeah. side and I remember it being pretty steep And but you know there's some steep stuff in there and when it is steep they've made it pretty tricky so I think it'll be good and uh, looking long term you're the elder statesman but we know that you're never going to say never and you're going to probably only want to retire when you're winning again so we're obviously going to see you next year oh yeah I'm definitely racing next year that's for sure um, but I try not to look too far down the line I think uh when you're looking into death the way we are Mongo <laughs> you keep it quite a short term thing okay one year at a time that's it so Loic yes what would be the bigger motivation for you to win the last race after winning last weekend to win the race because we're in France or to win it because it's World Cup Finals um, I think win it because we're in France yeah. we've been doing it in Lourdes for three years and I have not been able to do anything about came, winning came close came close last, the last year we had the massive storm so it yeah. was a little bit uh, impossible but yeah I'm, uh, I'm excited to race in France and the uh, track looks pretty good so it should be an exciting race I think and there'll be some many fresh routes and if it looks like it will maybe get wet it could be quite interesting yeah I don't know about the weather everyone says it's raining so I don't think it's going to be that wet we will see anyway yeah. but yeah some sections for sure are, are going to be pretty wild like fresh and off campus and stuff and it's a, it's a weird type of track for sure like pretty bike parky at the top and flat and not flat it's, but it's good I think it's going to be just fast everywhere 
How old were you when we were racing in Le Brest before? 17, huh? So you, you raced juniors there? Yeah, my first, oh, you did? My first ever uh, World Cup in France was in Le Brest. So how, how, did, you, how did you do on that track? I was 32, 32nd, I think. Ah, the, in juniors or? No, in elite, but I was in racing elite. elite Because there was time. no junior in that class. Yeah. Oh, you were the last But it year. was wet and I didn't like the wet at the time. At the time? Yeah. Now I like it more. A little bit. It's still not my favorite uh, weather, but I like it more for sure. Yeah, because there's half the Frenchies live south and other half live up here. Yeah. I know. Amori lives in the middle. He lives you in have like Brio, south, yeah. middle where Amori is in the center, yeah. and then this part, yeah. No one from Paris or from... Uh, no. Some other guys from Pyrenees, like Frix Frix, yeah. the young commencer guy. But yeah, everywhere there was a little bit of good dirt, people live, so... <laughs> that's, uh, that's what breeds bicycle riders, huh? Yeah, no, it's going to be good. Just mention Diffie Bike Park, where are you going to stay now? Diffie Bike Park. <laughs> <laughs> Mon Mays, representing Diffie Bike Park. Um, <laughs> racing Daniel again, uh, when it's going so good in Enduro, you're not scared to risk it for the end of the Enduro season, or are you oh. here to race bikes? No, obviously, uh, I need to keep focus on enduro and not take too much risk for the next two races because I'm racing road champ in two weeks. Okay. So um, the approach is a bit different. This is a warm-up for world champs more? It's a bit of a warm-up for uh, world champs. But I still want to do good, but taking uh, um, as less risk as I can. Uh, you, you would say that you guys are taking more risks in enduro these days or is there maybe less consequence i don't know the way i rode um at fort williams a few months ago i didn't take more risks than uh, what i did on top of the world um in whistler last last week so um it's it's actually a a bit different because you need to push the limit of your bike uh, differently but in enduro exactly in enduro you don't really know exactly where you're going and the track changed so much so it's actually a bit different but um the i mean it's it's still racing bike it's still going fast so uh, i guess it's a bit similar and what do you think you did different to win at Whistler versus uh, getting a second or a third, which you've had so many times before? Yeah, I think it was just a mental thing, you know, uh, on top of uh, top of the world. So that was the last stage. And you and Sam were very tight. We were very tight. Richie was only one second behind. That's right. And uh, I was just uh, mentally, I think, ready. I was so over to second places, obviously. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go for it. Then at least I don't have regrets. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. I rode the best I could have ever ridden, I think. And uh, I've, I've pulled quite a big gap on the last stage, and I was, it was obviously a big relief. Well, congrats for then, and stay safe and fast this week, too. I will stay safe. Thank you, Sven. Did you buy far? <laughs> Marshy, do you help your riders uh, with line choices, first of all? No. Um, but I like walking down the track just to see where they're going to go and where they're going to ride. There's like the, I can see the lines that I'd like to take, and they're probably the ones they're taking. Um, but it's more like the... Well, Greg will tell me what line he's taking and ask what I think of it, and I'll tell him. But I don't know. I, I always go for the safest option myself. Yeah. <laughs> 
but then I can see where he wants to go and where I'd like to go. So it's kind of cool to go, no way, you're going to go there? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. Just like, and oh, shit, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good line. You should do that. Uh, okay, but also if he, he comes back and wants to have some specific uh, suspension changes or something, and is it good that you know the track so you can understand it better? If you if you've never seen the track and it could be like... Oh, I think it, I think it's more about tyres, actually, knowing what tyres to run if it... Uh, okay. if, If it rains, you know, just having a look at the dirt. Um, yeah, just, uh, I don't think, uh, well, I think the Asa guys are the tyre, even if it's wet or dry here. But you never know, you might, you know, if it, if it pisses down, it's full moon on the weekend, so we might have a bit of rain. Okay. Um, if it pisses with rain, we might have to go to Shorties. But, uh, yeah, it's just nice, to, it's, it's mainly a tyre, a tyre choice thing. So, so, we, so we can have a chat, definitely not lines and uh, suspension set up. But then we were talking about... Um, Maybe you drop in the front end a little bit because it's kind of flat up the top. <laughs> but then this stuff you want it high for. So, yeah, it's, just, it's good to have a bit of a chat. And he'll go, you know, the, the 17th left-hand corner. And I'll go, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> well, you know the, the corner by Marshall Point 19. Or pit, oh, pit stop. There are pit stops. A lot of yeah, pit stops, I, like, I like pit stops. You've got to kind of keep people off the track because, um, yeah, there's not much... Uh, Not many places do you want to stop down here because everywhere is a line because it's so pit wide. Stop, would you be ready to change a tyre at the pit stop? How long would it take you? Now? Uh, that's the point. I'll ask him which pit stop he wants me to be at. We can, like, uh, bump a tyre up. We missed the joke, but uh, that was a good one. Steve, uh, nine years ago, You won world champs, but before you won world champs, you started off a trio of wins over over here. Yeah, that's true. Labresse uh, was my last. Well, yeah, 2009, won World Cup here, and uh, we raced a different track, and it was awesome and lined with the crowds. Um, it's almost been you'd had been a couple of years before you had had a win, and then you went on and had three big wins that year. Yeah, um, it was. It was a good year. Don't know why, but you remember what you did anything different for that year, or did you know you thinking was that your last year to be informed to win world champs, or what? What was the motivation back then? Uh, the one thing that I did that year was actually make my bike a lot bigger. Uh, I'd had the same sort of bike for a few years, and I made I made it a lot bigger, and felt like that the ratio to height wise size of the bike fitted me a lot better, and I had a really good year on that bike. So I put it down to that big bike and still on 26-inch wheels back then. You've got, to, you've got to be somewhat jealous of the lads now riding literally the perfect bike for you. Well, I've got one of last year's prototype 29 yep. downhill bikes now, and I wish, I wish I'd have had that back <laughs> in the day. Back in the day, that was like a year or two ago. And uh, winning in France, um, you've had some epic battles with, geez, a lot of Frenchmen, not just Nico. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Frenchmen. Um, I've always said it's awesome to win in France beat the French at their own game it's been, always been good <laughs> but um, actually talking of Nico I was supposed to do a photo shoot with Nico last week some filming for Shimano in Morzine and I was quite looking forward to it we could hook up and, and ride together again but he hurt his wrist a little bit so we had to postpone it so it's still coming we're going to ride together he's going to show up on an e-bike you know that yeah whatever he's old he's old and uh, why is it that the French took such a liking to you because You probably had the loudest cheers of anyone down the hill, and that was when Fabian was racing and just pre his retirement. But who? Fabian. 
So what, 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 how, what, what was it, you and the French? Is it just that everybody loves you, or you just take the time out? Or, but they definitely had a kinship with you. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I've always, I've always tried to take time to do autographs for anyone or talk to any fans and stuff like that. I think um, some of the other riders aren't quite as approachable. Um, I'm always there to have a beer with them afterwards or, or whatever. So I think they relate to that a little bit more because everybody's everybody likes a beer, don't they? Is there a good French beer or we just kind of call, call the Belgian beers French? Uh, yeah, Mark Morrison brings me French beers all the time. These Duvals are really nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Belgians have good beers. Anyway, our last winner, Le Bresse, and uh, Sellers, we'll see who it'll be this year. <laughs> so, Rach, last race of the season. Why have you got a black eye? <laughs> I'm asking the questions, not you. That's what happens in Whistler. You can bar fights. Um, it's uh, a lot of other people have wrapped up the the race already yeah how the nerves you've done the maths where do you need to finish where does the other riders need to finish I don't know I'm just really happy not to be sick anymore (laughs) because I've been really ill for the last week after that's answer I heard you got Um, stuck in an airport for like two or three days oh my god yeah just stuck in airports for days and like the air con just like wrecked me and I'm just an outside country girl and can't deal with it and they literally set up you with a cot bed like a camping bed in the airport to sleep yeah camp bed like proper it was like been in the war um but yeah i don't know warner said something in mount Sand about had to be fifth at this race to win the overall so i need to check if that's actually true because i haven't checked yet so there's no quality points it's when it takes all the points i get oh, yeah. you know no no quality yeah points. so all points are for finals like for the race so I'm not sure if that's good or not for me, but I don't want to be aiming for fifth when I really need to win. Yeah. But, you know, I've been in this position before and you, you want to win the last World Cup regardless of if you're going to win the overall. You know, it's still a World Cup. It's still like a race and, you know, we're still fired up for it regardless of the overall. So it's kind of two things going on, which is a, it's a bit stressful. But, yeah, just, just have to approach it like every, every other race and try and crack on and keep it going, yeah. What's that track look like? Yeah, it looks good, actually. The track looks fun. It's nice to come to a new venue, you know, like new accommodation, new pits, like new hill, nice trees. And it's really exciting to be like on a, on a fresh track. And it looks fun. It looks very British, kind of flat and like in the woods a lot. A bit of bike park in there, some big jumps and stuff. So really, it's got everything. Biggest jumps are right for you? Um, yeah, I think one of them looks pretty, pretty big. So it's going to have to get you. Well, Millie's wearing these funny slippers, so we're going to each take one of her slippers to our stem. So if we case it and we hit our head, it's fine. <laughs> so, Tony, quite a stellar season, I've got to say, this year for you. Um, and really, your lowest low is more a DQ than, than anything else, which makes it tougher going to this last race. Um, I think uh, you need to win, and do you have you worked out any of the point scenarios, or are you just treating this as a race? No, I haven't looked at the points. I never do. Come maybe, on, maybe come on. you got to know, like, what's the scenario. Yeah, I know how far back I am, and I, like, and I know what would have to happen, but I just don't think about it. Either but way, either way you you got to win, and whatever else happens, happens, yeah, exactly. right? exactly. Like, I'm not here for the points. I'm, like, I take each race as it comes, so. Okay. And if the points all add up, then fine. But I only know that because I've been told all of this, because okay. everyone's so. The people like me. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we get excited. That's why we're here every no, every, cool. every race every I'm year. I'm excited as well, but you know, I just think at the minute it's probably like this. It's got to be a bad race for Rachel, and I wouldn't wish that upon her. So, yeah. you know, I'm just going to race and see what happens. All right, do what you do, and the rest whatever exactly. happens. Exactly. Fall into place, I'm sure. And then reset for two weeks time. Yeah. What do you? Is there a track like? Um, 
world champs that need a specific kind of training. It's quite steep, so you've got to be, I guess, strong in the arms. Um, well, Lenzai. Fall line, yeah. I don't know. I think Lenzai is one of the least physical ones. Just because it's over so quick, or...? Yeah, I guess so. It's more bike parky, so you, like you have time to reset, and there are a lot of places where you can actually relax. Whereas like somewhere like uh, Mont Saint Anne, just full on you're just way. yeah, you're constantly on it. Like there's no, there's nowhere where your mind resets. You're constantly focused. Hence why it's so tiring. I think like mentally, more than physically, I'd say. And if you had to do something different for next year to prepare for next year in the off season, what do you think you need to? work on or what do you need to capitalize on probably a psychologist psychologist yeah sports psychologist for sure i think when it gets to the top two three four five riders that's maybe the that's maybe the difference right yeah for sure like i feel like i'm strong enough now and you know i'll just keep getting stronger so that's not an issue i'll keep riding my bike so that's not an issue so you know the last thing left is is when I panic at the top of my race runs, and obviously that's that's the only thing that's left to do. So is that panic on a mistake at the beginning of a run, or, um, or I don't in know, the start gate? It helps, like, but I just think there are some things that I'm just not used to, like qualifying first. I just, you know, it's so far out of my comfort zone. I like to build on something. I'm so used to coming like fourth or fifth. But when you were a little girl doing course pre-running at Champray, that was your goal, right? Yeah, of course, but I just never thought it would happen, I guess. So I did, I believed in it, but it just came around, it comes around so quick, like in the blink of an eye. That felt like yesterday I was doing that. Yeah, well, there we are, and uh, good luck for the rest of the year. Thank you. Troy, um, good to be back with you guys for the last World Cup of the season. And um, we're here at Trackwalk, I have no idea how far we are down, but someone said it goes pretty quick, so uh, it's not the longest track. No, it's like it's not the longest track, but it's it's pretty pretty good. It's fun. I've ridden it before, so like I had heaps of fun, and and uh, it's like fast. The dirt's sweet. It's kind of sandy and loamy. So I think I don't know. I think it's mint. Everyone that like hasn't ridden it before is probably all complaining. So it's just more fucking keyboard warriors. <laughs> they can piss off. <laughs> Um, but since you have been here, how much did it change? You said like, oh, there's a new jump here and you jump there. So, yeah, I guess uh, when we were here like two, three months ago, um, it was like pretty bike parky and pretty uh, single line. But they've opened it up and put all new sections in and made it like real nice. So, I think it looks sweet and it looks like a, a decent World Cup track for now. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, what about the jumps? Is the ratio from uh, lip highs transition to the distance does it always fit or you think it's a bit scary you will jump it to flat or you will jump to the moon i don't know normally like when you see jumps on racetracks you think they're pretty big and like you're not sure if you're going to make them first try and they always become too small anyway the ones here are pretty short and steep already so uh, i think they're going to be really really on the slow side like on the short side and the steep side and they're going to might be a little bit dangerous but But as long as you know about it, you, it's going to be like fine once you become to race. You'll know what you're getting yourself into. But do you think it will be good for the show for us, for us photographers, for the vital viewers? Maybe. We'll see. It will be uh, definitely some scrubs, but definitely some uh, some hectic moments from people as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. So, uh, last thing, second uh, in round seven, which was pretty red. Super close. Um, I know what your goal is, but... Uh, <laughs> Does, it, does the track suit you? You know, as you say, you like it, but it's like... Yeah, I think um, the track suits me for sure, and, like, already riding it, I know where I'm going and kind of know where the track's going to be, like, riding fast, so 
I think uh, I think I get a good good shot of winning. I mean, like as you said, like you have been a couple of months ago. Is it just sometimes good to uh, just have a f just a feeling? You know, obviously you can't remember. It's the track, the tape uh, is different, and so sometimes it can be confusing if you just have been a couple of, like weeks before, and then for race run the tape the tape is completely different, so you have to get it out of your head. But is it, does it sometimes help just to get like just a feeling of the dirt, and you know, just one thing less to think about? Yeah, exactly. Like being here before just kind of makes it. You know, like you know the place that you're in and where everything is, and then also you kind of know where the general track goes. So um, the dirt and everything is is right. You know what you're what you've been on before, and now all I need to learn is where the the race track goes. So it kind of just feels like I've been here last year. I'm just coming back instead of just coming, you know, coming for the first time ever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Have a yeah. good one.